You're listening to Women Making Waves. Louise Etock, you're passionate and you are an indie folk singer-songwriter under the name of a Flaming June Band and that started in 1995 with various fantastic lineups. Now your band is no stranger to success. You and the band have been on the BBC Music Airplay, won various awards receiving praise from prestigious authors and you've supported Big Country, Eliza Carthy, Ed Sheeran and many, many others and sang at fantastic festivals all over the place now you've formed a band and i cannot believe i'm saying this the word christmas but wonderfully you are releasing a comedy christmas single with a mental health focus and you'll be making a donation to charity in the new year now i have to say it was a couple of years ago when we featured you on Women Making Waves and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you back Louise. It's lovely to be back and thanks for such a lovely intro it makes me makes me sound quite successful I'm not used to that sort of. <laughs> well you are Louise you in all eyes you are you really are so <laughs> why a new band and why is comedy part of this single? Okay so I well I didn't really want to release it under Flaming June because it is it is kind of a one-off and it's something sort of separate from the Flaming June kind of stuff. And it's a song I wrote 10 years ago after a particularly awful year. And I was in a bit of a bad situation. And uh, with me being me, I, I, can't, I can't take things seriously, even when things are serious. So um, I kind of wrote that song to make light of my situation, although there wasn't really anything to make light of in hindsight. But I had to find a way kind of through it and a way to express it and uh yeah it came out in that song yeah christmas 10 years ago 10 years ago so this uh-huh. is this is extraordinary and and it's amazing with singers how you you're like poets aren't you you are poets singers you write songs you you keep a sort of a log of what you've been through and then you can retrieve and go back into it can't you and, and definitely and it. yes and and you know and if you're like me and you don't learn from your mistakes you know, I've, I don't need to write new songs anymore. I kind of just regurgitate the ones I wrote last time I made that mistake. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, it's a so, great uh... single. It's, it's lovely. I mean, we, we've been, been lucky enough to hear it. You're called the, is it Ellie Lilies? So it's the Eli Lilies. And, uh, Eli. <laughs> yes. Well, I think that's how they say it. But it's based on, because um, I like everything to links. So it's based on the pharmaceutical company, Eli Lilly, which is spelt differently. The Lilly bit spelt differently. But they were the first company to manufacture Prozac in the 1980s. So the band name kind of links to the subject matter, I suppose. So, yeah, we wanted to uh, to make... Well, we couldn't think of a band name, really. That was the main reason. And Andy thought, that, that links, that, that's it. <laughs> But it's like the history, you know, the history of antidepressants is, is uh, you know, it's very modern. It's only really since the 80s that certain medicines have been available that have revolutionised, really, the treatment of mental health. And it, and it is actually only very recently, if you, like the 80s, that's no time, is it? So, yeah, so I wanted to link to the history of treatments, I suppose, through the band name. And of course, people are suffering at the moment, aren't they? With mm. lockdowns and, and COVID, which is frightening people as well, in case they catch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's... Is it very relevant uh, to do this at the moment? 
Well, I hope so, because, um, you know, Christmas, although Christmas is obviously a lovely time, um, can be, it is also a very difficult time for a lot of people. And hopefully this kind of tongue-in-cheek song, which is tackling a serious subject, but it is hopefully funny, I'm hoping it will bring something that people can relate to and sort of lift people slightly because obviously 2020 has not been a great year and uh you know christmas is tough for some people anyway and with corona and everything else i can imagine that a lot of people will find christmas pretty tough this year so hopefully it'll be a bit of light-hearted fun that people will relate to oh, I think it's extraordinary this year, as you say, the pandemic and COVID, because mm. it's like no other year we've ever experienced because the whole world is experiencing this COVID. And I suppose it's a great opportunity. So for you at Christmas time to be able to put this out, because you, mm. you've, you've got to hit that button, haven't you? Absolutely. And uh, sort of, uh, I remember because I was talking to Matt, who um, plays the bass on, on this recording, and we was, it was around October time. And we just said, look, you know, this year has been so awful. Can we not do something positive? What can we do? And, and I've talked to him over a number of years about recording it. And we just went, let's just do it. Let's just get it in the diary and do it. And luckily, we recorded it the Sunday before we went into this lockdown. So we just got it out the way. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to do it. So it sort of worked out pretty well. And you've got a video as well, haven't you? That's great. <laughs> Our zero budget video, honestly, was hilarious. <laughs> we went to the studio and we filmed the video before we actually recorded most of the song. It was just like we were laughing about the irony of that and that how in the modern world, you know, actually the video is probably more important than the recording because everything's so... <laughs> visual you know but yeah so we got there and I'd, I'd recorded part of the song at, at home which saved loads of time and we just mimed to that got the video done and then recorded the song and then yeah but yeah the video is very low budget but I think I enjoyed making it as Linda said we watched the video we love this song it's just fantastic the it's lyrics, really catchy yeah. as well it is, actually it, is. it was stuck in my head for ages afterwards <laughs> after oh that's good yeah. Yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> but what I what I loved about this Louise I think you've gone very trendy well you are trendy anyway but the 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 box that you have used I call it the box because it yeah. is a box isn't it, it is a box yeah <laughs> well it's I've seen it on one other place on a, a a clothing company where they've made it very sort of modern. So you've you've touched on that. I think you've hit it. You're very forward thinking. Well, you know, this is all by accident because I'd never been in that place ever. And uh, we rocked up and you know how some days just go brilliantly and like it couldn't have gone any better. Um, you know, the video looks okay. And it, it looks like we're in a kind of nativity as well. <laughs> yeah. It's got, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got it's that great. little nativity thing. And yeah, I've never been to the place before, but it couldn't have worked out better. And there were chickens running around. It was just, it was just chaos. Fantastic. Um, I like, yeah, I don't mind a bit of chaos. So. <laughs> <laughs> and are you planning any live gigs before Christmas? I know that's a tricky well, thing to ask. That is a tricky thing. We're, we're just going to see what happens with this, I think, because... Obviously, it'd be nice to play it live. It would be fun to play it live. But we're just going to see what happens and hope that people take it in the right way. Because that was a kind of concern of ours that some people might be offended by it because it's kind of making light of something serious. But 
my daughter pointed out to me that as I'm writing it from my own personal experience, that kind of negates any offence that someone might mm. take. She told me, she's 17, I think she, the, the young people yeah. know, don't they? The youth they, know. Usually, absolutely. Yeah. They're always yeah. on trend, yeah. aren't they, with that yeah. kind of idea? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So she said to me, no, because it's your personal experience and so no one can kind of say anything because that's your personal experience. I'm like, I like that thinking. I think the history of your writing, which is super, we both feel that very much, Louise, about your writing and your lyrics and the music that you make with your band, your current band, and then this new band at the moment as well. But you, you pick up on a lot. Of, I mean, your, your sort of motive, I suppose, in many ways, maybe I'm wrong here, is events, movements. You want to highlight things. And, and, and that's been part of your songwriting, hasn't it? It has, yeah. And I think uh, when you have sort of strong experiences, um, especially if they're negative, I think for me, music's been a brilliant vehicle to turn that around into a positive. And obviously, you, it'd be lovely to go through life without any adversity, but that's not how life is. And, and definitely one of my sort of healing strategies, I guess, or coping strategies is to write songs about things that have affected me. Um, and that definitely helps me. And then I think, okay, well, then other people can relate to that experience and it brings people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's the powerful thing with music for me is, is, is that, it, you know, you don't know how someone's going to relate to what you've written. And it's really lovely to get messages, you know, from this. I, I wrote a song called Nerves of Steel, which I think is the one I've had the most messages about. And, and people have said, you know, that song gave me strength and that's really touching to yeah. to hear that yeah. from people. Yeah. Yeah. No, music is a great way of exploring things that you wouldn't say in normal conversation. Oh, this is the thing, yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. the thing, because I, yeah, because you can't communicate. I guess it's expressing emotions that you can't communicate over a coffee with a friend because they're just too, pow- they're too powerful yeah. or they're too intense. You know, it's not appropriate, so... Yeah. You kind of like put them in a song and, and get it right. out there. That if you yeah. were, if you were to spout lyrics over a cup of coffee with a friend, <laughs> oh my goodness, absolutely. But what's <laughs> no, in the was. coffee? They'd ask. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or some of the themes and the the imagery behind some of my songs, people would be like, "What? What? Now, <laughs> what are you thinking?" <laughs> we first met you in 2018 at the start of actually our "We're Making Waves," and you wrote the fantastic song the Women's Battalion that was written to commemorate the UK uh, vote for 1918, uh, for first vote for women 1918, to salute those marching. Mm -hmm. Now, the the thing about that, you've been quoted in a music review, particularly about that song. And I've just got to read this out because I love this bit. It says, Flaming June has a fire in their hearts that lights up the Women's Battalion with soul and substance. And listeners will surely join their musical march and feel the passion in their boots. There is a hunger for women's music and flaming june it offers a feast i thought that was wonderful oh that is lovely you would have framed that (laughs) i should shouldn't i that's really nice (laughs) oh that's amazing well it's true it's absolutely true and i've been stalking your facebook i don't know why i did it but i have to you know linda does it so i'm gonna do it oh yeah (laughs) but you you say in october you put up a post when it said five years ago we supported the big country at the oh yeah and i crashed my car and wrote it off two hours before the show and you say it still cracks me up i love your honesty it was it was yeah it was it wasn't my fault either i need to uh, there was oil on the road oh. and i just drove into the back of this mini i'm hoping you're right you were oh right. yeah everyone was all right no one was injured i was but 
I literally, even though I just crashed my car, all I was thinking was, I've got a gig at the apex. I've got a gig at the apex. Yes. How am I going to get there? That's all I was thinking about. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, I, I kind of like just got, I didn't have time to panic or think I've just been in a road accident. I just, my mum said, have my car driving that. And I kind of, yeah, I left my car there for my poor dad to sort out. Cause I was like, I've got to get to the apex dad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the show must go on. As the life say. and times of sinners. Yeah. Yes. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the lineup um, for Eli Lilly's, is, is, it, mm. is it effectively Flaming June? Is it the same? People? No, it's different people. So um, I, uh, a good friend of mine who I used to work with um, in the, when we were teaching, I've known her for maybe five years now. Her husband, Matt, plays in a band called The Numbers, plays guitar, bass. And because I thought this is kind of like, it's a more of an indie rock song and it's very simple. I just I just said, look, would your drummer record it? And, we're, and he was like, yeah, absolutely. So I just got together with uh, Matt and Toby from The Numbers and then my friend Krisha and her daughter, Sophie, did the backing vocals. So it was very kind of like, come on, let's do this. And I love people who say yes, you know, people who are like, absolutely yes. You know, no no question that they weren't going to do it. They were like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do something positive. And uh, and there we had it. Yeah, so we went to uh, Blue Barn Recording Studio. Really good guy, Chris there. Thoroughly recommends him. He did a brilliant job. Oh, no, it's a wonderful idea. And I, I, I think it's great that in and making donations and making donations, I think you said, to mental health charities in yeah. January. Is that part of this De- as well? Definitely. Yeah, that's a that's a massive part of it. Um, we wanted to um, a lot. We wanted to raise money for a specific charity, but a lot of them have um, kind of con- not contracts policies where unless they've created the uh, content, they won't put their name to it. And I can understand that. So we, we're just going to say we're going to make a general donation to mental health charities in January. And that's that's the point of releasing it. Well, hopefully to make people smile and and to support mental health charities, because I think like with COVID, you know, there's I don't think mental health uh, provision is particularly brilliant in this country anyway. And no. I think with COVID, it's just adding to that pressure. So we want to support those who are trying to sort of bring you know get people help when they need it mm-hmm. no no you're absolutely right it, they struggle anyway but mm. they must be overwhelmed at the moment they absolutely must be and you know the thought of somebody not phoning and, and someone not being able to answer that phone that should never happen should it it's another peak time really for loneliness and as much as we love christmas we must think about people who are not going to have a good christmas quite frankly absolutely and you know christmas has that double edge side i think anyway because you know, it's, obviously it's time of celebration, but, you know, you remember the people that aren't there as well as the people who are. And, and you know, it can be a tricky time. You, you're forced to spend time with people. Not in my case. My family are lovely, but some people <laughs> yes. are forced to spend time with people they would probably rather not be spending yeah. time with, etc. cetera. Uh, so it does come with its stresses and, and organising. I mean, I'm absolutely terribly disorganised and um, I get very overwhelmed by Christmas by getting everything done in time and I find all that very stressful me too um yeah (laughs) so uh it does come with its stresses but um but I think the thing about the song is that the the bar humbugs in the song are not the people who are depressed or have mental health problems they're the they're those who choose to be miserable about Christmas you know (laughs) and actually the people with mental health problems or issues who have got support, they're actually quite happy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a so, good point. Yeah. <laughs> so the the song, when is it going to be released? 
Louise? Well, we we haven't quite decided yet. We're just we we're, we're deciding whether we just release it and see how many we sell. Or the second plan is we release it Christmas week with pre-order links up till then, and like see see how far we can get with it. So we're we're not sure. I've been talking to Paul Richards. You you probably know Paul Richards. We do. Yeah. Yes. So because I'm learning drums, this has been my positive of 2020. Oh wow! He is teaching me drums, and I was chatting to him. Well, we chat through most of my drum lessons rather than drumming. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was talking to him about when would be best to release it. So uh, we haven't quite decided. We haven't quite decided yet. But it will be. It'll either be the 18th of December or before. Louise, it's been fantastic to talk to you. We're yeah, always really delighted to talk to you, how you write your songs, your whole story. It's fascinating and it's very, very, well, it's just humbling to be able to talk to you about it. So well done. Oh, Thank it's you. lovely. Thanks yeah, for having me. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Sitting at home with no tinsel on your tree Oh, you bumbugs Sitting at home who haven't bothered with turkey Oh, you bumbugs Sitting at home thinking Christmas is so commercialised now Oh, you bumbugs Sitting at home Christmas can be fun and I will show Sitting at home 
You're listening to Women Making Waves. 